everybody. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, it's always an interesting podcast when I get notes back from one of my uh, test readers that begins with, you should really think about changing this word, which I find fascinating because people get so hung up on the word, they don't hear what's being said. But then again, it also pushes me back down the road of, I should just leave that word in there because it's also going to be a lot of fun when somebody comes back at me about that word because that's kind of my entire thing. I am that little bug that buzzes in your ear. I want the reaction from you. And the word today is ho. Now you wouldn't believe how many people get their panties in a twist over ho. And truly, I'm not talking about just the women here because there is a certain percentage. Well, it's a large percentage of women that have trouble with the word ho. But there are also guys that have the same issue with the word ho. And I always got to wonder, is somebody's objection to it because in the back of their head they have a personal experience with that word? Somebody called them a hoe? Somebody accused somebody they care about of being a hoe? And I realize it's, you can't bully people. I'm not picking on anybody in particular. I'm not specifying anybody. However... If you look it up on dictionary.com, a hoe is a prostitute. I don't know that I specifically mean a prostitute, but I do mean that kind of lower element. Now, if you go to Urban Dictionary, I love the definition here. They don't really give you a definition. They say, definition of a hoe, like the first piece of bread from a loaf. Everybody touches it, but nobody wants it. As far as I'm concerned, that's a beautiful definition. When I decide to talk about some generic class of people as a hoe, eh, it's usually not like it fell out of the sky on and landed on them for no reason. There's usually a behavior, a speech pattern, uh, something that points to it beyond a reasonable doubt. It's kind of like if you're arrested for murder, guess what? You're a person of interest. They have a reason to pick you up. You know, they don't just at random go down the street and say, hey, he looks guilty, grab him. The same thing with the hoe moniker. If I throw it at you, eh, it's probably going to stick to something that you're up to. But I don't mean to be picking on people. It's just a funny phrase. And it's it's even funnier when somebody reacts to it. It's like if you pull on somebody's hand and you let it go real quick and they smack themselves in the forehead. It wasn't the pulling of the hand that was your exciting point there. It was the hitting in the forehead. And so when somebody comes back to me and says, you know, I really enjoy the podcast and the blog, but you know, about this, and it's like, boom, you just smacked yourself on the forehead and there's a smile on my face. Because when I first started, the podcast came from a blog that I wrote. And when I first started really getting into the harsher points of the blog, which it's sarcastic by nature, it's trying to annoy people, it's trying to be obnoxious. But I would get somebody that out of nowhere, within the first few seconds of meeting them, they have an agenda of what they want to tell me. So I'm with a friend who obviously introduced them to the podcast, or the blog, and they would, within the first few minutes, go, you know what the, what the deal is with you? And never have met me before, but they've read maybe one 500-word blog, and they're going to explain to me how my life is. They have no way of knowing, but this is all based on their own hang-ups. And trust me, I have my hang-ups. We're not going to go into that, but 
that's what kind of leads us here. So with today's episode, all of this all together, this sarcastic, trying to annoy the crap out of people, because I know this is something that people are going to, I get email enough as it is. But today's episode is called Walk, Talk, Act Like a Hoe, Use a Hoe on today's Caffeinated Humor. You know, poor speaking habits might be one of the harbingers of the apocalypse. And I'm very serious. A common bitching complaint of every young generation is that they're not taken seriously by the older generation. Well, now I'm part of that older generation and I feel like I have a boil on my ass. The annoyance level is that high. And I'm not in some low-end neighborhood. I'm in a Starbucks in Manhattan Beach, California. I mean, there's more than a few one percenters living by. I mean, hell, you could go outside, swing a dead cat by the tail, and hit three or four one percenters in the head, at which point you'll be wrestled to the ground by their personal trainer, their yoga instructor, and their personal defense attorney. Now, The 99% that make up the rest, they're not doing so bad around here either. So if you've got the time, you explain to me how a young 20-something girl wearing expensive clothes from the look of it, has a Mercedes fob on her keychain, speaks like she grew up in the projects, raised by a deaf parent who had suffered a stroke and had a speech impediment. And I am firmly convinced that if you remove the words or sort of words like, um, uh, you know, Sha, bitch, and ho, she might not be making a sound. I don't think she's an idiot, but I'm confused as to why she wants to come across as one. I mean, who knows? She might just be an old school moron. Now, before you get all pissed off about the word moron, eh, Forrest Gump was a moron, and he had a damn good life, and he was an inspirational movie. But like a modern day Forrest Gump, with lady parts, a better haircut, and absolutely no common sense, you know, I'd really like to blame this on hip-hop. I really would. Uh, but it doesn't seem like she's even appearing to be going for the ghetto vibe here. Just an ignorant one. More of a trailer park girl. And it isn't just me. There's a trio of what I always refer to as MMFs, the Manhattan Money Frows, uh, the incredibly well-moneyed women who are pretty but useless in life. And basically, their talent is that they married well. Somehow they figured out what a, you know, a a wealthy dick smells like in college. So they're well-moneyed, late mothers, had their kids in their 40s. They're in their mid-40s now with toddlers that they have absolutely no time for. Now, normally, this is a demographic I don't have any patience for. However, me and the MMFs, we're in lockstep like the Germans on this one. Learn how to speak well, little girl. You'll go farther. And this is probably the same type that will bitch about there being no opportunities in the job market. Well, if you go to a interview and you speak like you have absolutely no quality to you, a company wants quality. They have somebody that can come in and bring value to the table, not just hiring you to be hiring you. So the job market is just that. It is a market. I mean, people buy things at the market, but they don't have to. Not if they see no value in what you offer. We're not talking about sex here, depending on the industry, though. Uh, Real estate, uh, porn, and 
formerly the entertainment industry, but the hashtag MeToo movement has just decimated that bunch. You couldn't get a, you couldn't force a blowjob on a Hollywood executive this week. But we're talking about something here that's harder to shape than your bust line or your ass by constant gym workouts. We're talking about job skills and that underlying quality of communication. And you can only learn those in school, on the job, or from your mom. And I mean that, uh, like seriously, shah. Okay, I didn't even like that ending, but it's gonna stay. And it's time for coffee anyway. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day. Mm-hmm.